As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. All right, welcome to the Sift Spoil, where we talk about Mission Impossible completely ruining it for you. So if you didn't listen to the actual episode, perhaps you should go back and listen to that one. Because unless you want to know the plotline and who is the actual bad guy, you don't. I, lo- I love that we have a British, uh, you know, um, voiceover person introducing the Sift Spoil now. That's so awesome. Pay me. <laughs> 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 Welcome to the Mission Impossible Fallout Sif Spoil. Uh, Danae, host emeritus, is back with us Woo! doing her British accent, her Southie That's accent. That's actually a really good, proper British accent. Yeah. Thank you. I've been working on it for a long time. Actually, I used to uh, read the back of um, shampoo bottles to myself. Really? Uh-huh. And I would just <laughs> practice it over and over again. Wash, rinse, repeat. Wash, <laughs> rinse, repeat. <laughs> <laughs> it's scary good, isn't it? It's yeah, give you an actual really beautiful shine on your hair. Toss, toss. So, <laughs> my mom I, was born in Spain and she was raised in England. So, oh, whenever, fun. whenever she gets like angry, every now and then she'll she'll <laughs> the accent will just reappear. Yeah, that's amazing. <laughs> nice. Just a little bit, kind of like a little bit, kind of like a birthmark will reappear when you get mad sometimes. Yeah, but it's like a accent birthmark. That's pretty cool. I yeah. like that. Uh, let's talk about Mission Impossible Fallout, shall yeah, we? Yeah, let's do. Um, we, we're going to do spoilers, like uh, British Danae said. So if you haven't seen the movie, go away. Uh, we're, we're not going to follow any sort of order or anything, so you'll be confused anyway. Um, but I do want to know, what do you guys want to talk about first? Wolf Blitzer. <laughs> is that really where you want to go first? What well, it's it? the beginning of the movie. I, I think with what, the movie that's it? this dense. Wolf Blitzer when CNN. Uh, Simon oh, yeah. Pegg. That's yeah. exactly where I wanted to start. That's so funny. Yeah. That was one of those things I knew the second I saw him in the hospital. But the second they were watching Wolf Blitzer in the other room. And he was talking about the explosions happening. Yeah. I, I knew it was all one of those setups uh-huh. and that one of them a had a little Wolf bit. Blitzer mask on. It took me, it took a, little me a little bit. It but, took me yeah. from whenever Ethan was like wanting to strangle the guy on the bed. I'm like, oh, okay, so this is all a plot. And then I started to put it together. But as soon as I put it together, we talked about this in, uh, what was the one right before this, Rogue Nation? Yeah. Okay, so we talked about this in Rogue Nation. Whenever um, Alec Baldwin's giving that speech about Ethan Hunt being so dangerous, even though you know he's in the room with him. Mm-hmm, yeah. And it's one of those things where the audience is oh, in yeah. on it before the actual <laughs> people in the movie mm-hmm. are, yeah. and you get a sense of like, oh, I know what's about to happen. <laughs> right. And that's an awesome feeling. It can be, yeah. I totally forgot about that scene. That was so fun. Yeah. In the previous movie, that was so good. Yeah. In this one, I knew that... Either it was pre-recorded and the news announcer 
was maybe in on it with them. Mm-hmm. I didn't think about the whole mask thing though. Yeah. And I also, but I love the reveal that they weren't just in, you know, a hospital. Oh, when the watching walls fall when down. When the walls fall down, I'm like, he, that was so fun for me. That is, I mean, that's from the first Mission Impossible, right? Like, isn't that a direct take on the room coming apart in the very first scene of the first Mission Impossible? Uh, do you remember what I'm talking about? They're interrogating somebody in a room, and then once they, they knock them out, and then all the walls come down, and they were in a production space. That's, and- yeah. For some reason, I always think the elevator scene with um, Emilio Estevez is the beginning of that movie, but you're right. No, you're absolutely right. Yeah. And, and this movie did have really nice touches to all like the nodding different... Nodding back. Yeah, nodding yeah. back to all the different Mission Impossibles. So. You mentioned elevator. I wanted to talk about something that I didn't mention in the... Um, proper review because i didn't want to give away too many things but i thought that this movie did a really good job too of the believability that ethan can survive any of these stunts you just have to you know suspend your suspend your whole brain but uh they did a really good job of showing him doing like impossible things and then doing impossible things again later in the movie that were even more impossible Mm kind of like reminding you that he has these special ability like for example when he's hanging from the helicopter right um and oh actually sorry yeah, well, when he's hanging from the helicopter, we'd just seen him hanging from the elevator. So yeah, you know, right. you're kind of reminded about his grip strength or whatever. Or when he's it's run- a great conversation in the elevator when he's talking to him. Through oh the, yeah, and he's and he's like uh, he's like you can't kill me, can you? And he's like no. <laughs> yeah, I love. Oh, it was response. so funny because yeah. the whole scene leading up to it is you know him chasing him, jumping uh-huh. out windows and yeah. all that stuff, and then. For all to end with him being stuck underneath him, so he was chasing this guy, yeah. and now he can't do anything. He's at Damn, his this mercy now. So good every time. Every time we, now that we're talking about specific things, mm-hmm. it's like it's just this constant reminder of all the fun in this movie of him running through that office and you know left. all the no, off- no the other left sorry and all the office people just kind of staring oh, at him. Oh, it's in two D. Sorry, I've got it in three D now. Yeah, all I'm jumping stuff. out a window now and be reminded <laughs> that all that humor plays so well. But we had just seen the secretary. Uh, Alec Baldwin's character die. Right. So yeah. they move from this low into this chase sequence to get back at the bad guy, and then they sprinkle in some good humor to kind of lift our spirits again. And they did such a great job, I think, of managing that sort of thing. We should say we saw Alec Baldwin's character be what appeared to be gravely injured. That's true. No, he we, did die. I mean, okay, so at the end of the movie, did the, he? Andrew? At the, at the, at the end it. of the movie, okay. they, they reference something, and I, I can't remember exactly what's said, but, but it's just words, my man. Husband, when it's just words, my yeah. husband said it at the same. He said, you know, he he's gone, and I was like, well, he did say this at the end. Oh yeah, so I guess we don't we don't know for sure. Um, I think this movie, you know, with as much as going on, it would benefit us to go as like chronologically as possible whatever you want to do man because i'm good uh after you know the uh the interrogation of the uh swiss guy you Mm -hmm. know and the walls falling down then we're introduced to henry cavill's character and what i think is one of the most tense moments in the movie just because i hate lightning i hate lightning so much Mm. yeah it i I was i was almost struck by lightning as a kid and then my dad was struck by lightning (sighs) so my family has a very uh, it's because you're a dragon. Yeah, dragons and lightnings. We don't. <laughs> they get don't along. go together. That's um, right. But uh, that scene where oh. they jump into the storm and he's taken out. Yeah, yeah when that hit. lightning strikes, that's such what? a great moment. Everything goes silent. Like, oh yeah, it's like, gonna have... no. It's you talk like, about the like, sound design. That's yeah. what I'm talking about. Oh, that's the kind of stuff you're talking he's about. Like, right what there. are you afraid of? Like, 
And then, and that's like one where the audience was like, the air sucked out of the room. Yeah. And then the whole saving, and then when they land, that he's just like, "See, so you lost your oxygen. <laughs> you lost your oxygen tank. So, you know, yeah. And you just quickly move on to the next scene. No, and then we go into that bathroom fight. Yeah. Where they are getting the crap kicked the out. The choreography of on that fight is incredible. And yeah. to know at the end of the movie, so we now know that uh, Henry's character is the ultimate bad guy. He is... Lane? Lane. Well, he's not... No, the, no, no. He's like one of two, I guess. Yeah. Lane? Yeah. Sean Harris is the main, main bad guy. Right, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, Lane, yeah. And so they're going after this Lane character... Who, that nobody knows what they look like. And There's so the no lackey that he's fighting is the character that he set up to take the fall for him. Right. So that's just an interesting thing to think about when you circle back in on this right. film. That this Not that that guy necessarily even knows that. Yeah. No, no, he doesn't right. know. He's just sent there on a mission. Um, I thought that they did a good job, too, with, I mean, for as violent as this movie is with the fighting and the killing. They didn't. They did a good job of not making it too gory. So, for example, in this in this scene, you know, you kind of cut away after he's been shot in the face and then they're dragging him into the bathroom and you see the pool of blood against all the white. Yeah. And the the audience was like, oh. Yeah. They didn't have to be overly gory to mm-hmm. really show that there was a, I mean, this was a, a headshot. murder. Yeah. Yeah. A yeah, headshot murder. It so. was, it, well, and because they were trying to, uh, like, make his face for one of their masks. Yeah. And he, you know. Yeah, it's. Well, and, and it was, what's her name that came in and actually saved the day? Rebecca. And, Rebecca. Uh, yeah. What was her name in the movie? Uh, anyways, an interesting too Rebecca that um, uh, Henry Cavill. Cavill? Cavill. I always say Cavill. Can I just call him I Superman. Think, I think Cavill sounds better, but I think it's Cavill. I think it's Cavill. Uh, it, that Cavill used that moment to propel his own survival and send the CIA down the rabbit trail that uh, Ethan Hunt is is potentially bad. His his turn. So so I knew again that Cavill was the bad guy. Almost upon introduction, because um, you don't watch trailers. No, I don't. Yeah, why? Do the trailers make it seem like he's a good guy? No, they make it seem like he's the villain. Oh, so every you think everybody knew going into this that he was the villain? Yeah. I didn't. Okay, so <laughs> but they make it obvious, obvious with the cell phone yes. reveal, right? That's, that's that's where the movie's going. We want you to know now, even yeah. if you didn't know before. Yeah, right. you're supposed to know because it shows the f- phone smashed to bits yep, when and then when he hands it, it over it's yeah, a brand it's new but what i love about it is the movie is going okay here is your obviousness but yeah. it's not doing it in a ham-handed way no. it's still just handing over a phone if you're it's, not paying attention you missed right. it it's i don't feel like there's an extra long cut on the phone nope. or no, it's yeah. just no. there in the screen and yep. it's obvious that it's not broken anymore yep. i like that it didn't feel force-fed <laughs> i even liked how she had to flip the phone around and write it like you know what I mean? Oh yeah. So as the scene kind of pans away and she's just like, okay, and she has to flip it around to make it the right direction, and so you kind of see the sun kind of playing off of it. Yeah. But um, can I? I forgot to say this in the in the show proper, but like Go I ahead. just love the cinematography of this film, the way that it was edited. The, the, there's a shot where um, and we're gonna. I know I'm, I'm probably skipping forward a little no, bit. No, good. This, Go wherever you want. There's the shot where um, the syndicate bad guy is coming off of the plane. And it's like underneath where they're walking. Uh, I'm not sure I'm following you on which shot you're talking about. Uh, so when the syndicate bad guy, the one that has the those in Sean um, Harris, the bearded, the bearded guy. Yeah. Okay. They're, they're they're taking a, the when he's all Hannibal Lecter out in the yeah, white jumpsuit before he's been okay. handed over to yeah. Ethan Hunt or anything, and they they're taking him off of the helicopter to transport him to this you know motorcade or whatever. 
just the way that they shoot that whole sequence of him getting from point A to point B, they could just cut all of that out. But instead, they're showing all these ways that this whole entire thing is going to be coming down and how the bad guys are going to get away or the bad guys are going to be caught and the good guys are going to do this and blah, 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 blah. But all the way that it's shot, there's this like one um, image, one way that they shot the camera where you're underneath them as they're walking down the stairs and the stairs are kind of like see through. They're made of like metal or something like that. It was just so pretty. Yeah. And the sunsets are pretty and the, the well, and, scenes are pretty. And, and and jumping all the way to the end where they're trying to stop yeah. this atomic bomb. And that was so cool. The sunset is kind of standing in for maybe possibly that's a nuclear explosion yeah. in the that background. And the way, the way that is edited is so brilliant. And we all knew. Right. Like, you know, in your heart of hearts, they're not going to end with, with a, a nuclear, double nuclear yeah. explosion. Right. Well, maybe at, they would. But at the <laughs> same time, it's done so well that you're like. You know, that it lets you live there just about exactly as long as you want to live there. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I, I thought that was genius. So um, in podcast proper, I said that there were some uh, plot things that I didn't make sense to me. So, yeah, yeah, tell me about those. Okay, so talking about Rebecca Ferguson. Why can't she Ilsa, tell... Ilsa, I think is yeah, the name. Ilsa, Ilsa, why yeah. can't Ilsa tell Ethan why she is there? She keeps saying, I can't tell you. Mm-hmm. I can't tell you but why I'm here. But then she does. But then she does, and it's a reveal. It's like... Oh, okay. If you're working for MI6, and or if you're working for IMF, and Ethan is IMF, mm-hmm. why can't you just tell him? I feel like she didn't. She was waiting for him to back out, and then once she saw he wasn't backing out, I really loved that scene. I I really I I agree with what you're saying. Like, why couldn't you just you know talk? But that scene where they she follows him and they meet and they're out in the open. And then they go under the cover of yeah. the trees to talk was just a really oh, yeah. cool. That was really nicely done, I thought. And she was kind of like not even telling him. He was guessing based on her eye gestures. And then once he spoke her plot, she said she revealed the rest of the details. Uh, but that was a little convenient. I, mean, I, I guess of, I just there's assumed. There's a lot of convenient things. I just thought about the other thing that I thought was really convenient is always that when he's racing through traffic, he manages to make it through, but then a car stops the next person. Like that happened two, at least two times in this movie. I'm yeah, like, come on. But you know. I just assumed. I just assumed she had been told she couldn't say anything, or the deal was off, or something like that. Right. I, I guess it just never clicked with me that she had to have other large reasons, you know, not to say anything. So. I think she realized that she needed to basically plead with him. I need to tell him the truth because I want out, and the only way is to kill bearded man. <laughs> <laughs> bearded man so um here's another thing that i didn't understand uh is in the beginning of the movie we see uh the is he like the swiss uh nuclear physicist guy oh yeah yeah he says that he needs his manifesto read by wolf blitzer and all that stuff right but then at the end or halfway through the movie uh lane says he wrote it right i I never took it that the guy was in the hospital was saying he wrote it. I did. It, really? Yep. I thought that it was his manifesto. See, I never thought that. I thought it was... In fact, I think even before that, they say specifically... That, that it was it, by Lang. That it was Lang's manifesto. That's oh, right. did they? They yeah. did. They okay. did. At the very beginning, they did say Lang had a manifesto. But w- the way that they shot that particular... It, it looked like he was so invested in... I mean, it's because when he was such yeah, a... Yeah, he was just lackey. one of the apostles yeah, yeah, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. He, just, okay, he just wanted so, it right. Well, then that, that, that does make more sense then. So those were the only two uh, plot things that didn't make sense to me. Other sure. than that, the movie's amazing. 
Uh, you talk about the plot convenience of the the cars and the the chases, which is always a movie thing. And, right. Yeah. And by the way, there's a, a great tweet that I retweeted this week about how plot convenience and that kind of stuff doesn't m- mean a movie is bad. No, no. All movies have to do those right. things uh, to you know to tell good stories. Um, but I wanted to to go back to that chase scene, that motorcycle escape, because oh, it is so good, so great. And well, that's an example of things not going right in the movie where mm-hmm. the plot fails. Like when he goes mm-hmm. to start his motorcycle, it doesn't start. Well, it's all it's all the culmination of the the Solomon Lane kidnapping, right? Like all yeah. that starts with him doing something different, improvising something different than what they had planned to do to mow all those people down. Which, by the way, what a sign of a great movie that it keeps leading to other thoughts. Yeah. But by the way, the way they shot the him them going in doing the task and him being faced with having to kill an innocent person. Yeah. That was the, Oh, you mean the fake out? Yeah. The yeah, movie, that was mo- such a the so movie, good. Yeah. You know, and again, I I knew it was likely a fake out. Oh, I didn't. Fr- pretty early. But- I was I I didn't know either. Because yeah. this this movie does that really wonderful thing where you don't always know the plan. Right. And then this case they were doing the typical movie thing where as the person explains the plan they're showing you the film. So mm-hmm. it used to be that in movies like this, they would explain the plan, then you'd watch it happen. And then it kind of shifted to where they're explaining the plan and simultaneously you're watching it happen. Yeah. And this time it was that, but then it was a fake out. And then suddenly you're watching things happen and you don't know the plan. You're just yeah. seeing it happen. And that was really fun. I think they did a great job in this movie of not always telling you what's going to happen. Sometimes you're just along for the ride. This movie's so good because because it goes from that, from him knocking him into the water. There's this incredible shot of the water yeah. oh, spinning around. Spinning around yeah. and... There's so many of those spinning shots. Like mm-hmm. the helicopter crash had a lot of spinning going on yeah. with, after the crash, which I think that's what you're talking about, the epic... Yeah. Epic final climax. Yeah. Is that what you're like in the show oh, the, proper? The, yeah, Helicopter the, chase. The, the, a whole diffusing oh, thing. Yeah. Right from the moment they get to fifteen when you have the fifteen camp. minutes countdown. Yeah. I wonder how long was it actually fifteen minutes of no, watching that it? Was it was way longer. longer. Than I was like minutes. Okay. We were jumping all over the place, but it's just because everything is <laughs> <Sorry>. so exciting. <laughs> um but the let me just throw a couple of mo- other moments at you. The moment where he jumps over the bushes but then he's actually yeah. falling to the boat. You know, he he grabs the knife and you don't know why he's grabbing yeah, the knife, but he's just He's grabbing the knife to cut the netting so he can yeah. fall into the boat. And then um, that was all planned. Oh, the French police officer the that French, he tries to save. That's yeah. exactly Please where I was, walk away. He's exactly where I was going yep. next. And um, mm-hmm. and he does actually save her. He ends yeah. up shooting, you know, and he all the bad her guys. To, he saved, yeah, saved and her life. The mm-hmm. the energy between the the broker and Tom Cruise and you know her, you know, I even, liked her. Even, oh, White Widow, yeah, yeah, White Widow, and the fact that she was actually, you know, and she was working the arms the dealer of Max from the first movie. Was she? She was the daughter of Max. Oh, from the first movie. I read that in Wikipedia. I did not even pick up on that. You know when you walk into that 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 um so you're you go to the club and you're seeing White Widow yeah, for the yeah, first yeah. time and she's talking into the and she's talking about Max 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 would want mm-hmm. this da 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 and she's talking to the audience that's yeah. what she's referring to oh, like she's the daughter of the arms dealer. That makes a lot of sense. Um, all the another stu- nod back to another film. All the stuff with Julia Michelle Monaghan, his yeah. wife, you know, coming back into the picture. The stuff about their relationship and how and how he know, has he has prophetic pr- dreams. He can see the future. Um, well, talk- he, he was dreaming about his ex-wife and bearded Solomon guy. Oh, I guess technically, you know, so he I, was I, having premonitions. Yeah, I, I guess you'd of- call that premonition. But it also makes sense that he would be having those kind of dreams, even if they weren't 
premonitions. Yes, but then it actually came right. It, it actually does real. come almost literally true. And, so. and the scene in his dream, uh, where like there's like uh, the opening scene, I think, where he's breathing and it's like he can see his breath because it's cold. Mm-hmm. That's where they end up. Um, where she's working in Kashmir. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's the same place. Yeah, yeah. Just kind of yeah. a cool thing. Uh. Can I talk about the scene of the movie where all of the air got sucked out of the room and the entire audience went, <gasps> Which time? <laughs> yeah, which time? The biggest one. Which one? Hook to the face. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, In the final fight. Man. Yeah. It was like, oh! <gasps> I saw that coming, actually. Of course, yeah. yeah. I, I mean, yeah, but seeing it is <laughs> something else yeah. entirely. Uh, that was pretty, a big sure, one. pretty sure he didn't survive. Nope. No. <laughs> no. He is Superman. So uh, the the debate between do we go at two or do we go at one? Yeah, that was pretty good. Is so fun. Um, what a play on it. What a good play on itself. It's just there's so we haven't even talked about the the reveal of which again was another thing I saw coming. But Benji being in you know Solomon Lane and taking the actually taking the actual Solomon Lane out yeah. and leaving Benji mm-hmm. there so that he would I knew that happened. Incrimi- yeah, yeah. So he would incriminate himself that again. That's one of those moments and i don't i i knock other movies when they do it but for some reason whenever mission impossible does it i'm always on board whenever the audience knows before the people in, in the, movie. the movie know yeah and you just feel like you are so smart for figuring it out yeah i don't know why these movies get a pass just they do it so right yeah i was really um i enjoyed the relationship at the very end of the two women um, that he has loved. Mm-hmm. Oftentimes in movies, they pit them against each other. And it's like this, you know, war between them. And mm-hmm. in this case, they seem to genuinely have an affection towards each other. In fact, a new girlfriend whispers into X's ear. I wonder what she said. Let's talk about that. Let's make a prediction. What do you think she whispered into her ear? <laughs> How do you feel about polygamy? Yeah. I think that's, I think that's oh what she... Oh my gosh, Aaron! <laughs> No. Um, I think she was saying, you know, some. I think it was something about Ethan. I'm I'll take sure. care of him now, yeah. or something like that. Yeah, that's yeah. that's what I would think. Something like that. I think she said, "Thanks for the bomb. Thanks, <laughs> thanks for helping." Yeah, because without her, it would have been a real. This nightmare. is the first time in a Mission Impossible movie where you have a repeat villain. Sean Harris coming back. Yeah, for yeah. Solomon Lane again. You know, it's that direct sequel it was kind so of good. thing. I mean, so. it was so good, I, and it was so beautiful from the, like almost the open when he first wakes up from his dream at the very beginning, and it has like the um, lens flare thing kind mm-hmm. of going vertically across. It didn't do too much lens flare, but there was just these really beautiful things they were doing with angles and mm-hmm. shapes, and um, I think they did a great job of showcasing uh, Tom's abilities while also because uh, he has obviously so many. And also bringing in another action person it was just really, really good. Do you guys ever look at his teeth, though? His middle tooth. Yeah. Yeah. That's a that's, that's a, a Tom Cruise. That's thing. a Tom Cruise thing. The middle tooth. I know. I know. I just I, I he usually does a good job of kind of like hiding it a little bit. I don't oh, really? know. I don't. I didn't notice it through most of the film, but the very final scene is him smiling, going, "Don't make me laugh," and I'm like, his entire top row of teeth is shifted to the right. <laughs> And I'm glad because we're not all born with perfect that's asymmetrical right. features. Yeah, that's great. Maybe that extra tooth is where he gains all of his powers. Ooh, <laughs> the tooth is it an position? extra tooth? No, no, it's just that it's everything. Well, we don't know that. <laughs> it could be an extra tooth. Uh, uh, it's it's. I I just think of many more moments from the the final, uh, you know, stuff. The the 
trying to drop the payload onto the other chopper. Even yeah. I could tell that he was way too far ahead. Um, you know, the but I, you really can't look down through a helicopter to see if you're lining. The idea properly. that he literally, literally crashed his copter into another copter to bring it down. That's what I meant. At that um, end, we just so believe that he's willing to do anything it takes to to yeah. get to the detonator, like. I've got to try it, so I'm just going to go ahead and sacrifice my own body if that. You means. know, and you're and you're right. I mean, it's just why do they have to get the detonator and both bombs at the exact same time? Yeah, reasons. Oh, you know, like it's, reasons. They, they try to explain. I mean, they give you enough to kind of go on it, but you know, so what? It, what Andrew's realizing something. I think they filmed a lot of stuff for the trailers that was not in the movie. Oh, really? Yeah, that's happening more and more these I like days. That. I hear. There's I, a scene where uh, the helicopter that he's flying is like uh, crashed on the ground and it's racing straight towards the semi and they're like in this little ravine so he can't like veer off to the side and then it cuts away right as he uh, is about to hit it. Hmm. And uh, yeah. That didn't happen in the movie. That's not in the movie. No, the There's only... a moment where the, the bus gets squeezed between the, the buildings. But then they had it planned the hey, whole can, time. Can I ask you, can I ask you, you something? Um, how do you guys feel about the clips of the movie being in the the opening titles? I love something it. Mission Impossible oh, is always done. I'm I know you don't. Co- I know you don't like it. I'm glad we're coming back around to that because I haven't. I and I actually looked away uh, several times just just because. But then as I was watching it, I was like, Meh, I don't I, mind. I it. just follow the fuse. I listen to the music. I yeah. <laughs> I don't. I don't look away. It's a good T-shirt because I just this the is the movie, and it's per- you know the director has purposely used these visuals to tell the story he wants to tell. However, I will say I don't like it. It is that if I had to pick another negative, that's probably my other negative. Mm-hmm. I, uh, you that's know, that's a franchise negative, not a movie negative. Correct. Right. Correct. But in, in even beyond, I think the TV show was the one that started that, right? Wasn't that an original TV show thing? I honestly, I've seen like maybe one episode of the original. I so can't remember. For me, one of the things I love about avoiding trailers is avoiding the distraction of when is this going to happen? When is this going to be coming? Right. And that's all that is for me is like, oh, here are seven different moments that now I'm going to be wondering when they're going to happen. Interesting and because I never remember those moments. Really? The only no, I one don't. From... Well, I remember all of them because, because I don't. I don't focus on them. I'm like, okay, right. This that's is the just scene. not how my brain works, and maybe that's why I'm such a non-trailer person is because my brain sees in detail and wants to put the puzzle together. Because whenever I see the uh, the opening, you know, intro, because I know it's always going to come. I just. Mm-hmm. Uh, I watch the fuse and then I look at the name. I watch the fuse and I look at the name, <laughs> and at the same time I'm listening to that amazing theme song, man. Yeah, Da-da-da. it never gets Da-da-da. old. So my my son, who does my editing for my YouTube channel, you know, went to start editing the the video for my review this week, and he's he's just out in the other room, just belting the the theme song, and I'm just like, it's so sticky and mm-hmm. such a great theme song and then he then that wasn't enough so then he put it on you know the, the Again, google home so that funny. it would be playing and so yeah it's it's so so good um anything else you guys want to mention I, I just threw it all out there yeah i was glad to see Hopefully, everybody glad to see everybody doing probably good. like nine or ten other action scenes we didn't even we mention. didn't mention we didn't mention the first uh, what white widow action scene where he meets the white widow and you know them trying to get oh, out of yeah. there and all of a sudden she's an incredible martial artist as well and has the moment where she stabs pulls, the dude pulls, in the neck. Yeah, pulls it off her leg or whatever. It reminded me of that the, butterfly knife. Yep. Yeah, it reminded me of the leg scene in uh, the last movie. You know, there's, there's. I think it's kind of a nod uh, to the the gun in the leg 
from Ilsa in the Opera House. I remember mm-hmm. that one. That how was good. Do, how do you forget Ilsa's leg? <laughs> like, I remember that, that dress. Was, I remember that dress. Stuck she was, with me. That's all I'm saying. I remember that gorgeous dress she was, it was wearing. It, yeah, she it was, was the dress, and then she puts her leg up when she's getting ready to fire the gun. Huh. Anyways, I've talked about Out it too flute. much. I've already talked about this way too much. I'm just saying. I think that was no, a little no, bit no. Of a we're nod. gonna we're gonna continue down this rabbit hole. <laughs> she has an yeah. ankle. <laughs> there is an ankle. There's there. also a foot. Yes, exactly. Oh, uh, anyways, I think we did. I think you're right. I think we could continue to think of amazing moments i'm i am pumped to see this again oh dude almost as pumped as i was to see incredibles 2 again i want to see that one too you haven't seen uh, it at all yet have you no yeah there's no way i don't see this in laser imax yeah let's all go together yeah i would okay we're leaving we're leaving the studio now (laughs) make it happen uh thanks guys for hanging out with us for the spoils uh we appreciate it um there won't be a sift spoil next week but maybe the week swift there will be a Sift Swift, but uh, we'll see you back in a couple weeks for some more spoilers or something. Bye. Bye. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply.